Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. What is your greatest blessing? Top of the list, what would you say is the greatest blessing in your life? Uh, one year for Thanksgiving with our children, we created a little Thanksgiving list. We posted it in our kitchen. And uh, every day for several days, we all had to write something on the list. When it was done, it was beautiful just to sit down and, and go back through it and see what each of the children had thought of and uh, the things that had come to our hearts. And it was quite a list, not exhaustive. It's never exhaustive. Uh, but one of the things that I noticed is that repeatedly, the thing that seemed to top the list was the fact that we have been born again, that we have eternal life through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You know, the truth of the matter is, God has provided so many good things for us, but the greatest provision we have is salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, there really are three parts to your life. Now, the Apostle Paul alluded to this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Interestingly enough, just after writing and everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you in verse 18. He says in verse 23, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We serve a triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Man has a triune nature. Uh, the Bible says that we are a spirit. Uh, that's where God dwells. That's the deepest part of you. You have a soul. That's your intellect, your emotion, your will. That's where you think and feel and choose. And then you have a body, and your body has senses. And through the body, you relate to the world around you. Uh, through the soul, you relate to other people and to truth. But through the spirit alone, you relate to God and uh, you respond to Him. It's, it's really beautiful. And I wish we had more time to talk about the spirit, the soul, and the body, and how all these parts make the whole. Uh, but here's the point I want to say to you. God has provided for every part of you. One illustration of this, near the end of the Apostle Paul's life and ministry in 2 Timothy chapter 4, he writes to his son in the ministry, Timothy, and asks for three things. He says in verse 13, of 2 Timothy 4, the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. Did you hear the three things? First, there's the cloak. That's something for his body, something to stay warm. And then there's the books. That's something for his soul, something for his mind, for his inner man to continue to grow. That's a fascinating thought as he nears the end of his life, still studying, still digging, still searching. Then he ends this way, but especially the parchments. Now, why would the parchments be most important? Because the parchments were not just like the other books. This was the scriptures. The parchments was what the Word of God had been written on. And he said, if you forget everything else, the greatest need I have and the greatest blessing I could be given is that which ministers to my spirit, that which is God's provision for my inner man. Let's take those three areas 
and consider them just a moment. First of all, we should be grateful to God for His provision for our body. Think, the Lord has provided food. Have you eaten in the last 24 hours? Most of us have eaten several times in the last 24 hours. Uh, Most of us had more than two outfits to choose from this morning. We have clothing. I'm reminded of our Lord's words, having food and raiment, let us be there with content. We have a house to live in. We have basic provisions for our body. And though you may not consider yourself rich, you most likely are wealthier than the greatest percentage of people who live on planet Earth. God has met our physical needs. He's provided health. He's sustained us. He's given us strength. If you're breathing right now, that is God's provision for your body. And it should prompt you to say, thank you for that, Lord. Let's go a little deeper. Not only has God provided for your body, God has provided for your soul. Think about all God's provisions for your soul. Uh, He has provided an education, books that you can read, things that will challenge your thinking. Uh, There's so much knowledge and and, uh, resources available in our world today. And a certain understanding of things that has grown uh, through, through civilization and the development of it, we're beneficiaries of all of that. And then, even deeper than knowledge, our family and friends. Those are provisions for your soul. They minister to the deep needs of your heart for companionship, for love, uh, for partnership. These are all God's blessings, and they minister to us. But now let's go even deeper than that. Not only does God provide for the body and for the soul, but praise God, He provides for the spirit. What is the Lord's provision for my spirit? Oh, it began with His provision for my salvation, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ, His atonement, His death, burial, and resurrection. My friend, if you have never received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, the greatest thing that can happen to you today is that you bow your head and heart and say to the Lord, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. And you will discover the greatest provision, the greatest gift ever known, and that's the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. And then there's so many other things that come with that. The writer of Hebrews talks about the things that accompany salvation. Think about all the things God has given us. We have all things that pertain to life and godliness. You have the person of the Holy Spirit living inside of you. You have the eternal Word of God to feed you. You have the privilege of prayer, access to God, where your spirit can commune with God who is a spirit. Uh, you have all these spiritual blessings. What are they? They are God's greatest provision for the eternal part of you, and that is for your spirit. See, God's greatest provision is not for my health or for my pleasure. God's greatest provision was for my sin. And apart from that provision, nothing else would matter. All would be lost. I would be lost. A true thanksgiving list has no end. Oh, it grows every day. You should be adding things to it all the time. But a thanksgiving list should always have a beginning. And the top of our list, the beginning, the greatest blessing was that God met our need for a Savior. God's greatest provision was Jesus Christ. And I want to challenge you to be sure that it's on your list. It is number one. Uh, It is the bottom line. It is on a list all by itself. Thank God for salvation. If you know the reality of what I'm talking about today, I want to challenge you to pause right now and thank Him. And then go a step further and share the blessing of Christ with someone else today. Tell them about the greatest provision you ever discovered, the greatest gift you ever received. Give God praise and glory. 
And if you do not know the joy of having your sins forgiven, I want to challenge you to call upon the Lord Jesus Christ right now. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And while you may be thankful for many good things in this life, the greatest thing is God getting you ready for eternity. And the greatest blessing you'll ever have is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. God meeting your deepest needs by giving His own Son for your sin. Thank God for that. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.